0: now tuned in to this week's episode on TOGCAST. It is our mission to bring you guest speakers sharing their latest and greatest tips, skills, stories and know-hows within their market. Let's get going. Hey everyone and welcome to today's TOGCAST subject is new year new job changing your mindset i'm your host for the day i'm leanne and i have a special guest with us who is ricardo thanks for joining ricardo hello and also producer X. hi Hi. ricardo thanks for being here today and joining us on this episode of togcast firstly tell us a bit about yourself how long have you worked in recruitment how long have you worked for tog what's your division location etc
1: Yeah, so thanks for having me first of all. Um, I've worked in recruitment for about seven years now. Uh, First five and a half years were in legal recruitment, uh, which was quite a a niche and narrow area of the market. Uh, Made the move over to the One Group, spent two years here now uh, in total. Uh, Originally started off my career in accountancy practice recruitment, um, but made the switch to IT in January of 2022. Uh, I'm based in the Camborne office in Cambridgeshire, but I service UK and internationally, uh, and I recruit exclusively for product, project, programme, CTO and director level hires uh, on a perm and contract basis.
0: So it sounds like you've got a lot of experience then. Our subject today is New Year, New Job, Changing Your Mindset, and there's always been the impression that January is a common time of year for looking for a new job, but my question is, is it really a lot busier than any other times of the year?
1: Uh, Yeah, I would agree, actually. I've found that January is quite a busy period in terms of people looking for a new role. Uh, The Christmas period is obviously a great time to reflect on what's been achieved or perhaps not achieved over the year previous. Um, It's also when people spend significant time with friends and family. Uh, I know myself, it's when you sort of decide what you really value outside of work. Um, So people often start considering a role that maybe offers a bit more work-life balance. Um, And also the festive period is a great opportunity to really properly sit down and review what the market is offering at the moment so yeah a perfect time to maybe see what else is out there
0: so do you think the start of a new year is a good time to look for a new job if more people are under that impression surely the market's more competitive
1: yeah absolutely i mean look no denying that there's always going to be lots of applicants when it comes to securing a great role um but partnering with an established agency you know like ourselves can draw on client relationships. Um, We sort of take the time to understand your needs and requirements, and and we can also help showcase your skill set, and hopefully set you aside from the competition. Um, A lot of clients suffer from thousands of applications and where we come in is to kind of sift through those people that aren't suitable and highlight those that might be better suited for the role they're looking to recruit for. Um, the start of year is also a great time to start looking for a new role because many companies usually get their hiring budgets for the year uh, and a lot of the hiring processes that, that might have been stalled in the November December months with lots of annual leave and people not available will be kickstarted again so those processes will be a lot more streamlined. Um, and a final point really is that annual bonuses are often paid out in December so they actually there's usually a shift in people changing roles in January if things aren't paid out Um, that can create a gap in hiring where candidates like yourselves can then swoop in at the right time
0: okay so it's a busy time for clients and candidates then what about um, the end of the financial year or the beginning of the financial year is there an influx in jobs at that
1: um, I would say clients would want to probably get ahead of the financial year when it comes to hiring, uh, just mainly due to some of the points I just mentioned, you know, previously about processes. Um, you know, the start of the year is when many of the key decision makers are all back in the office together. Everyone's had the chance to take their holiday and their leave and kind of unwind. Um, so that would actually then tend to streamline the interview processes and actually help secure the right candidates faster. Uh, biggest bugbear for recruiters, as I'm sure, other recruitment uh, sort of consultants out there will know. is is slower processes so I found clients will definitely want to capitalize on that while there is an opportunity to sort of look at the active job seekers that are on the market at that time.
0: Ah okay so January the perfect time for a client or a candidate. I would say so. Do you think there are any deterrents for people who would maybe love to have a new job but they're you know maybe they're not currently happy where they are but for some reason they just don't feel they can apply and then they perhaps stay in their role you know maybe they've got a lot of different jobs on their CV, or maybe they've got a long-standing position that they've only had one job previously?
1: Yeah, I mean, advice I'd give to people maybe in that position, um, you know, it's, it's totally understandable that people are gonna have fears and doubts about switching careers. A- at the end of the day, a career move is probably one of the most important decisions you're gonna make. Um, and with so much uncertainty in the world, you know, rising living costs, etc., um, it's important that people feel they are making the right decisions when it comes to changing or securing a new role. Um, as you sort of said in inverted commas, job hopping on a CV is quite a common conversation I have with candidates who might worry that their CVs might not show consistent or continuous employment. Um, But I actually think it's a misconception that clients are gonna automatically disregard a CV that has multiple or short term roles on them. Um, With us coming off the back of the pandemic, I think it's quite common for people to have to have had secured roles that were just available for them at the time. Um, so I think clients are now tending to be a bit more open-minded about this when considering candidates for a new role. Um, all I found is, you know, to, to be important is just being clear on your CV about what roles you might have had that were short-term assignments. Um, and just to be open and transparent about your reasons for moving jobs. Um, I think you can go a long way shows a lot of honesty behind the CV and shows the person behind that, and, and clients seem to, to really um, reciprocate that as well when considering people to hire.
0: So, what about for those candidates that maybe only had one job in their whole career, or one company, and they don't want to be pigeonholed? What advice would you have for them?
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, I I know this is going to be different with different clients and different industry sectors. I mean, for project, product, program management, because it's quite a broad area, there's a breadth of skill sets available. Um, you know, clients are receptive to to looking at people that are, m- are wanting to strengthening, you know, and broaden their horizons. Um, it's it's one of those things that I think, you know, clients will, will always take into uh, consideration. Um, but also it does show consistency. I know that kind of goes against the point I just made about maybe job hopping, um, but it shows that you're committed to a role and that you are looking to make a committed decision to your next Sort of employer. Yeah, Um, shows loyalty. I think so. I think it shows Mm -hmm. loyalty. Um, And again, if you partner with a a reputable agency like ourselves, where we take the times to get to to know you, understand the true motivations for why you're looking to move, I think it paints a bit of a clearer picture. um, Along with like a covering note and supporting statement. And again, I think you know the the trust we've built with our clients will will go a long way. And and hopefully, again, not sort of disregard you from a process just because you might have been in one role for for many years.
0: Well, it sounds like recruitment agencies can bring an awful lot of value to candidates on their job hunt journey.
1: Uh, yeah, look, definitely. Um, it's part of the role that I really enjoy, getting to know my candidates. Uh, I know we pride ourselves here at The One Group in, in being able to forge those long-term relationships with our candidates and our clients. Um, we firmly believe in not just you know inundating people with irrelevant roles or information that's not going to be of any use. Um, you know, I've been very fortunate to get to know a lot of my candidates in my time here, on both a professional and a personal level. Um, you know, I'm a family man myself I understand that people are, are driven by not just by money uh, there are other elements to, to why people choose to move roles uh, and I think that just gives people confidence and trust in us in the service that's being provided
0: so it sounds like there's a lot of value that you can bring to candidates when on their job hunt what about the from the client point of view what value do you think you can bring
1: yeah I mean I think we offer the total package without sounding completely corny. There, um, you know, clients want a reassurance that we can justify our fee. At the end of the day, recruitment does come at a cost to a client, but the steps we take to make sure that the right hire is made, I think, comes down to our our process, which is which is pretty simple, really. Um, role brief, you know, when we get a job on, we actively meet our clients, we try and do that in person where possible, um, but we can always set up a virtual call. We want to get to know their business, understand their specific needs, get to know their team, and just get all the information we physically can beyond just a job specification, so we know about the role that's being hired for. Again, the second step is that we offer salary insights. You know, the market is ever changing. The pandemic had a huge impact on, on, on what candidates are looking for at the moment, and rising living costs has naturally driven up salaries. So yeah. we offer market knowledge, and this is coming directly from the candidates. Like I mentioned, we get to know at length, um, and we offer other valuable information to give the clients the best chance of securing the perfect candidate for them basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the final point is, is just the end-to-end management, so recruitment is a, a process from start to finish. Will. Get the initial advertising out. We'll attract candidates. We'll go right through process with um, our candidates in terms of pre-qualifying them. Again, a little bit of getting to know them, their needs and requirements beyond a CV. Um, we provide interview feedback. We give interview hints and tips to make sure candidates are perfectly prepared for the interview process. Um, and then, obviously, when we deliver the offer, we like to get the candidate exciting, you know, excited, bought in. Um, and then we check in with them as well once we've placed them. So we don't just dump them there. We like to see how they getting on and make sure that they are you know happy and settled um, and address maybe those initial niggles and concerns that everyone gets in the first few weeks of their new job
0: oh that's really nice so in your career as a recruiter you must have spoken to so many clients and have great insight into what they're looking for in their ideal candidate Do you have any secrets you can share with our listeners to help them with their job hunting?
1: Yeah, look, I think that's a great question. And I I wish I had the perfect solution for my (laughs) candidates to make everyone's lives easier. But believe me, um, you know, it is a complicated process. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's it's the most straightforward thing in the world. Um, But I think the best sort of motto or piece of advice I've come across is is, uh, remember your CV and your LinkedIn profile is not a tattoo. That stood out to me because I'm absolutely covered in them myself. (laughs) Um, But, you know, your new CV looks great, your LinkedIn profile also great. But if you're not positioning yourself as a direct match for a particular role that you're going for, Just don't be afraid to modify some of the wording, maybe switch some of the key terms, swap some of your bullet points in and out. And and we can offer guidance with that as well. Your CV is not gonna define you, it's not a tattoo, not a permanent thing, and neither is your LinkedIn profile. Um, Treat those things as a living, breathing document throughout your whole job search, and also throughout your career. Um, Everyone, you know, the market changes and so should you.
0: I love that advice, Ricardo. Do you have any, I don't know, horror stories or funny moments that you'd like to share about your recruiting experience?
1: Um, I'd have to tread carefully with that question if I'm (laughs) being completely honest. Yeah, I've had some funny moments and some horror stories. It's with the nature of the industry and with the business, but actually I think those are very, very few and far between. Certainly in my time here at The One Group, I think I've cemented my place here in a A really good organization that does things in the right way uh, to avoid those kind of situations fingers crossed hopefully my (laughs) testimonials on my LinkedIn page will will support me there feel free to have a look
0: (laughs) okay so moving on to our questions from our LinkedIn followers producer Bex do we have any questions yes here we go thank you so much so We've got a question here from Brian. He writes, I usually always job hunt myself and rarely use recruitment agencies as it makes me think I'm less likely to be chosen because of the fees involved. However, a lot of my friends have used recruitment agencies for a job hunt. Why should I choose a recruitment agency? Good question.
1: Yeah, I think it's a fantastic question, Brian. Um, I mean, I think your friends um, can can offer some guidance as well. But yeah, look, look, there's no denying that there is a cost when it comes to using a recruitment agency for the client. Um, however, we find that clients are you know are happy to use agencies like ourselves just due to the level of service that's provided. Again, I, I mentioned some of those points earlier. Um, ultimately, you, you do truly get what you pay for when it comes to attracting candidates in, in a very candidate shy market. So we like to pride our, ourselves on, on, on honesty and transparency about the service we're going to deliver before we you know we take a fee. Um, but we love to work in partnerships with both the clients and, and candidates. So you know ultimately it is in our best interest to find the best job for you. We, we get a financial reward for, for for doing so. Um, and I personally love to get to know my candidates. It's, it's the best part of my job in terms of what my desk is. Uh, I spend a lot of time on, on the phone with my candidates really getting to, to know them because of the senior level hires that I, I do. So I like to dig deep into understanding you know specific needs, your specific requirements, actually to make the interviewing and hiring process as seamless as humanly possible. We're not dealing with a product, we're dealing with people. Um, you know I understand people's pains and concerns um, and I like to address those early on um, so the difficult part of the process is is, is as straightforward as possible so for me I think it's about breaking the misconception that recruiters are all just money-hungry vultures out for a fee and and that's it Um, I think we're definitely steering away from that mentality and, and hopefully candidates are starting to see that as well
0: yeah definitely agree there I've used recruitment agencies in the past and I just find that they're just like there every step of the way in your job hunt they help you with your CV they help you with you're interviewing they help you find the job like they could pass a job over to you that isn't actually being advertised so yeah there's a lot of value there so brian i hope that's answered your question next question is from beth she said over the last few years my cv seems to be all over the place due to covid redundancies etc i'm in a role at the moment but i'm not entirely happy do you think i should try and stick this role out for as long as possible to try and get my cv back on track
1: Uh, Look, another really good point, Um, I I think it's still good to take a a measured approach to making your next move, um, like I mentioned at the start of the podcast it's one of the most important decisions you're probably going to make so even if you're not 100% happy in your current role and and let's face it no one truly is um, in in terms of employment I think it's just easy to fall into that trap of of maybe just taking the first thing that comes in front of you um, just to get out of your current situation Um, but I do understand it is easy to assume that by staying put you're going to show more consistency on your CV Um, but I think we're starting to break that barrier down that actually that's not always the be all and end all Um, but I would say you know try and do what's right for you. If if you're genuinely in a difficult situation, reach out to to reputable agencies who can offer some guidance and support. Um, And if it means holding out to get the right thing, I, I would say that's the best approach to take. Um, I mean, I've built a lot of strong relationships with with my clients. So like I said, I'm finding a huge amount of open-mindedness when it comes to candidates who may have slightly inconsistent CVs Mm -hmm. Um, with so much change in the market over the last few years, mainly due to COVID, obviously the pandemic. I think hiring teams are definitely recognizing that the person behind the CV is about painting a picture and setting a scene, Mm -hmm. um, taking away from just the black and white of of a profile um and and with the backing of of us and and our client relationships hopefully that that shouldn't be too much of a concern where you feel you have to jump for the sake of it
0: Mm -hmm. so our final question comes from eloise she said job hunting in january always seems more competitive and stressful than at other times of the year do you think i should wait until the market is less competitive
1: Uh, again another great question um i mean circling back to my earlier point yes the, the market is more competitive from a candidate perspective um but it is a great time where clients are also being the most proactive in their hiring processes. So actually waiting too long could potentially leave you missing out on some fantastic roles. Um, you know, Utilising agency insights and knowledge can, can also alleviate some of the pressure by just highlighting your profile directly with some of the key decision makers.
0: Brilliant. Well, we've talked about so much today. Um, do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners that you'd like to share before we move on to our final task?
1: Yeah. So just in summary, really, just to kind of disregard that mentality that January um, as, a, as a time to look for a new role is probably maybe the worst or most difficult time. I, I would say it's probably not probably the best time to focus your efforts um, and that a quote unquote busy CV isn't actually going to necessarily rule you out um, of, of a process if I think you take the time to consider your options, think about what you need, and hopefully partner with a quality agency like ourselves.
0: So, I'm not sure if you've heard any of our previous TOGcasts, Ricardo, but the final task that we ask our guests to do is the one word, which is, to end the episode, um, it's just one word that we can leave our listeners with, the final takeaway for the rest of the day, you know, something to ponder. I'll go first, my one word is going to be kickstart.
1: Great. I think I'm going to go with partnership.
0: Ooh, I like that word, Ricardo. Bex, what's your the one word? Confidence. Great choices. I do love this feature of the podcast. Well, this has actually been a really good discussion. A big thank you to Ricardo. You've been amazing. It's been great to hear your views about new year, new job, and whether January is a good time to look. Thank you to producer Bex. And finally, if you're interested in a job but you might be a little apprehensive about the process, why not contact us today to get our thoughts? We might have the perfect client with the with a great opportunity for you. Just pop us an email at jobs at theonegroup.co.uk and also don't forget to subscribe to TOGCAST so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 That's a wrap for this week's episode. If you want to be our next guest speaker on Talkcast, then get in touch with the One Group. And don't forget to subscribe. We would hate for you to miss the next one.